From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in news. Exxon seeks U.S. waiver to resume Russia oil venture. ExxonMobil has applied to the Treasury Department for a waiver from U.S. sanctions on Russia in a bid to resume its venture with state oil giant PAO Rosneft in the Black Sea, forged in 2012 by then-CEO Rex Tillerson, according to people familiar with the matter. Bill O'Reilly is out at Fox News. Fox News announced the departure of Bill O'Reilly in the wake of a sexual harassment scandal, bringing an end to the popular host's two-decade run at the TV network. Tanium exposed hospitals' network in demos without permission. Cybersecurity firm Tanium spent years pitching its software by showing it working in a client's network, something the client, a California hospital, says Tanium never had permission to do. Labor backs a UK snap election that it might regret. Prime Minister Theresa May won approval from the House of Commons to hold an early election in June, supported by an opposition Labor Party that could be facing one of its worst national defeats in decades. Mainstream European leaders try new election tactic, full embrace of the EU. To counter rising Eurosceptic and nationalist parties, candidates for the leadership of France and Germany are embracing the EU and its single currency. It's a switch in style that will get a big test in French presidential elections that start this weekend. From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in tech. IBM profit falls 13%, margins narrow. International business machines reported a 13% drop in quarterly earnings and narrower profit margins across its business units, including divisions that manage the cloud computing and Watson artificial intelligence operations. Hyperloop One taps the brakes on testing. Hyperloop One Inc. is delaying and scaling back the first full test of its prototype of train-like pods that whisk through low-pressure tubes, an event the company has held up as a historic milestone that would showcase the technology and help attract crucial future investment. Baidu to open source its self-driving technology. Baidu says it will share software technology it is developing for self-driving cars in a bid to catch up with competitors including General Motors and Waymo, the self-driving unit of Google parent Alphabet Inc. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg sets his sights on augmented reality. Mark Zuckerberg announced at the annual F8 Developers Conference that Facebook would make its augmented reality tools, which mix the physical and digital worlds, available to third parties to create masks, filters, and other effects. Video game add-ons, billion-dollar business, and two-edged sword. Digital enhancements and add-ons for hit video games like Battlefield 1, Call of Duty, and Assassin's Creed boost sales but may kill fans' appetite for the next blockbuster. From the markets section of the Wall Street Journal, a Le Pen-Mélenchon runoff, Investor's Nightmare Scenario in France, by Mike Bird and Christopher Whittall. With the start of the French election just days away, investors are contemplating their nightmare scenario, a choice between far-left and far-right candidates. In recent days, a surge in opinion polls has placed Jean-Luc Mélenchon, a left-wing firebrand who promises higher wages and fewer working hours, as a potential candidate to move past this Sunday's first round of voting. That could set up a second round vote on May 7th with Marine Le Pen, an economic nationalist who wants to pull France out of the euro. Most analysts still expect a mainstream candidate to make it through to the second round and eventually clinch the presidency. But Mr. Mélenchon's sudden rise has spooked investors just five days before voting kicks off. 
a runoff between Ms. Le Pen and Mr. Mélenchon would be a disaster for France and a disaster for Europe, said Patrick Zweifel, chief economist at Pictet Asset Management. Under that scenario, investors would dump the debt of France and of weaker European economies and send the euro sharply lower, analysts say. Investors recently have been selling French stocks and bonds, and the cost of insurance against a sharp fall in the euro, as measured by so-called one-month risk reversals, hit levels seen at the height of the continent's sovereign debt crisis in 2011. On Tuesday, the spread between French and German 10-year government bond yields, the most popular measure of election risk, widened to 0.73 percentage point. In mid-March, French debt was yielding 0.57 percentage point more than German debt. As recently as last September, yields were just 0.22 percentage point apart. For months, investors prepared for a runoff that pitted Ms. Le Pen against a candidate from the political mainstream, either François Fillon, a center-right former prime minister, or Emmanuel Macron, a former economy minister. Analysts believe that either would beat Ms. Le Pen in a second round, as voters of different political stripes coalesced around a candidate that wasn't the national front leader. But the rise of Mr. Mélenchon has scrambled those calculations. He moved into third place in several polls, passing Mr. Fillon. The problem is we have a four-horse race where statistically it is a bit too close to call, said Mark Dowding, co-head of investment-grade debt at Blue Bay Asset Management. We're just sitting on our hands waiting because we aren't able to discount a low-probability but high-impact event. The prospect of a victory for Ms. Le Pen, however distant, has long spooked markets. Ms. Le Pen's desire to pull France out of the Eurozone has raised concerns that the entire bloc could unravel. These worries already have hit the debt of Portugal, Italy, and other so-called peripheral economies. Mr. Mélenchon doesn't favor exiting the euro, but some policies he advocates would affect the currency bloc. He wants to scrap the Stability and Growth Pact, which limits debt.